I'm telling you, Kyle, his name was BJ. Very inappropriate. DarbyCast, Wildcard Friday. Kyle and I, we were just talking about an indolent child that I knew growing up, and his first name was Brendan, and his middle name was James, and everyone called him BJ. Even his mother, who looked kind of like Jabba the Hutt, she had a very strong signature look. Ladies, if you ever find yourself looking like Jabba the Hutt, do something about it. Quick. Otherwise, you might have a kid named BJ. Let me just tell you a little bit about BJ. And I know some of you right now are saying, hey, I'm new to this podcast. What the hell is going on right now? And that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Darbycast doctors, you're going to love this one. Because we're talking about a single mom that looked like Jabba the Hutt and her lazy stoner child, BJ. But that's not even the best part of it. Well, there's a lot of good parts, but I think the best part, arguably, is his mom's voice. I don't know how to describe it, so I'll just do it for you. And I'll give some direct quotes that I remember overhearing when I was younger. She would say things like, BJ, do your chores. And I thought to myself back then, like, that's pretty funny. But now I question and I'm like, what is that accent? Where is she from? This little bowling ball of a job of the hut. You know, she wasn't saying the classic job of the hut lines like Chico no Wookie, huh? She was saying, BJ, do your chores so you can't go to the park and smoke your pot. It's like, lady, are you, are you Irish? What's going on? But that was a real sentiment. Do your chores or you can't go to the park and smoke your pot. Now, that's strong parenting, if you ask me. Doesn't quite hold up to the highest standards of parenting, which is like, do your chores and don't smoke pot. She kind of made it halfway. Because I knew BJ in like sixth or seventh grade. And I don't think kids in middle school should be chief in the reef. I don't know if anybody should be chief in the reef these days. It's not your doobies of old. It's your waxes and your dabs and your oils. And let's just kind of put this into perspective. I may have already said this on the Darby cast once, but I'll say it again. So check this. What's the difference between a soft drug and a hard drug? That's right. How much it is refined. Okay. So in the Peruvian Andes, the people will chew coca leaves and give themselves like a little bit of and that's like their buzz. But then what do you have? Some serious processing and all of a sudden you've got blow. You've got cocaine. Right? Same base ingredient. Do you think people down in Peru and other South American countries where one of their major exports is blow cane? Do you think there's people like real problem drug addicts who are like, it's from the earth. Don't you get it? kind of that hippie pothead thing that people say in the United States, like, it's just a plant, okay? All the while, they're, like, smoking their wax out of a mechanized crack pipe with a heating element. And it's like, whoa, yeah, it's from the earth. God put it here for us. You know who says stuff like that? Me, 
BJ as an adult. My question is, in other places in the world, are there equivalents of BJ in Spanish-speaking countries? Is there Bejota? Bejota, haga sus quehaceres o no puedes ir al parque para fumar tu mota. Did you catch that? BJ, do your chores or you can't go to the park to smoke your pot? Yeah, of course I know that phrase in Spanish. I've always anticipated that there might come a day that I have to tell some Spanish-speaking kid named BJ, like, listen, man, do the chores. Knock those out, huh, Beej? I don't think there's a good Spanish equivalent of abbreviating BJ further. Beej. Hey, Beej. That's a mother, like, calling your son BJ? You kind of got to show up a little bit as a parent, even if you're a single mom, especially if you're a single mom. And there's, like, a big push in the country to be like, single moms, you're great. And it's like, but what did you do to wreck your marriage? Huh, babe? You find a lot of no-fault divorces where it's like, ah, it was no big deal. And it's like, lady, you may have done something bad. Like, listen, if the guy was cheating on you or he roughed you up, you get out of there. But otherwise, it's like, you got to stick it out, huh, babe? Job of the Hut, a.k.a. BJ's mom, she probably was not doing all the right things. She probably wasn't checking all the boxes. This is an unpopular take that some single moms have themselves to blame for their situation. We don't like to say that in polite society, but boy, is it true. Boy, is that true. But let's get back to the idea of refining drugs. Are there people in Afghanistan who are doing heroin and they're like, the poppies came from the earth. Some people eat poppy seed muffins and other people smoke opium and other people inject heroin. One and the same, right? You get it? Alcoholics who drink beer versus alcoholics who drink pure ether. I don't know. Everclear, 200 proof. Is that a thing? It's 200 proof? Isn't that just pure alcohol? Seems pretty inappropriate. It's like rubbing alcohol, huh? Kyle? I don't know anything about alcohol. I don't really drink. But yeah, there are definitely gradations to issues with substances based on how far refined they are. Okay. And that's a lesson that BJ will probably not learn ever because he didn't have his mom setting up that foundation where she was like, BJ, do your chores. No pot, but take out for a soda. And it's like, Eh, soda's not a good choice either, BJ's mom. You idiot. No wonder your husband left you. She was big, and not in like that sexy way where it's big in all the right ways. You know what I mean? Like juicy. BJ's mom was anything but juicy. And she was an alcoholic. She had to have been. She looked dehydrated all the time. Her hair was a mess. That whole family, they weren't good at hair care. I'm not going to lie to you. BJ didn't like taking showers. Surprise, surprise. A kid named BJ. Kind of a filthy mess. He used to put Febreze in his hair as an alternative to showering. What's going on in that household? My goodness. BJ, put the Febreze on your hair. Otherwise, you can't go to school. Listen here, lady. 
make your kid take a shower. This is going to be another big call out. Have parents lost the ability to give their children pushback? Probably. In a lot of ways, you can't discipline your kids at all. And this is another unpopular take. Like, how do you discipline your kids? Because if we're being honest with ourselves on the Darby cast, which, P.S., we definitely are because we always are, put yourself in the shoes of BJ's mom. You're struggling and you just want to discipline BJ. I mean, the first thing you do is you just say, like, we're going to call you Brendan from now on. No more BJ. That's a start. Okay. That's a start. But beyond that, I don't think BJ's mom ever rose a hand to him, slapped the Febreze out of his hand, and then said, put your hands on the table, and then just hammered his knuckles with a ruler. That's old school, and BJ's mom should have done it. Because I got to tell you something, something that a lot of you have been anxiously anticipating, a big question. What's that question? It's, did BJ ever make it to adulthood? Or did he pass away in a tragic skateboarding accident? Because that's what happens to those kids, right? They hit like 37 years old and they still think it's acceptable to skateboard and that's the end. So I don't know. I don't know. BJ will be approaching 37 in a couple years. Still quite a ways out. So only time will tell, but that is the legacy of bad parenting. And that's an issue in our country. A lot of people are saying like, oh, we just need to elect the right person, the right people and everything will get solved. And it's like, you know what? We need to focus on parenting and not negotiating with the terrorists that are kids named BJ who just want to go and smoke pot and not do their chores. Talk about a major takeaway, right? From this episode, even if you are going to smoke your pot, maybe you don't go for the waxes, dabs, and oils. But if you're going to do any of it, get your chores done first. That is one of the biggest analogies you've ever heard. If you want to do the things you like, you got to do the things that you're supposed to beforehand. BJ loves smoking pot. Why? Because the park that he went to, had a cookie vendor. That's right, a snack shack. Little League Baseball Field, BJ would go there, just get absolutely blitzed, and eat cookies. And a lot of you are saying to yourselves right now, like, that's a terrible kid, and I'm not going to disagree with you. But chubby kids come from terrible parents, and terrible parents come from broken households where their marriage doesn't work. And they're like, ah, whatever. I'm just going to drink beers all the time. And I didn't even finish on that point of BJ's mom being an alcoholic. I didn't know, like I never saw her behind the scenes of her just shotgunning beers at 6 a.m. But boy, is that a different kind of alcoholic, right? A female who is an alcoholic, but doesn't go for the hard stuff. says so like, give me a beer, BJ. It's like, mom, maybe I need to parent you a little bit and say, no, maybe we parent each other. Wow, that shouldn't be the responsibility of a child. You think a kid named BJ is going to show up and give his mom some coaching? You're kidding yourself. That's tragic when children of single mothers have to 
step up, grow up way too early, put down the Febreze as their shower substitute, put down their pot that they would have smoked in a park, and look at their mom and be like, I will not allow you to smash another 30 rack before noon. Alcoholics who only go for beers. They're built different. They are built different. And they just like totally implode my argument about abusing substances by going for more refined substances. Like BJ's mom, beers. BJ's mom, if she lived in Colombia or Peru, she would just be wadding up coca leaves and munching them all the time. And she would still have a major problem and wouldn't be a good mom. But it would still be something that's like, do you have a huge problem? Because you know the hard stuff exists. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Red flags in some sort of capacity. You get it. I don't know if this issue really exists with other drugs, maybe LSD. But I don't think people are chomping the rotting mold of rye and barley just consuming massive amounts of ergot that's the right word right kyle ergot ergot we'll worry about the pronunciation later won't we pal let me just wrap this up into a tight little package first mistake blowing the marriage second mistake allowing your child to have the name brendan james abbreviated to bj third mistake not putting the kibosh on pot. Fourth mistake, skateboarding belongs in there. We can't move forward without mentioning that. Where do you think BJ is now? What a where in the world is Carmen Sandiego style situation, but with BJ. Where in the world is BJ? BJ is in Moscow. <laughs> what a video game that would be. Where in the world is BJ and his pot? Cool opening theme song that I just came up with on the spot. You're welcome. The game is just tracking down BJ and all the narration for the game. This is going to be a triple A game, by the way. This is going to be a blockbuster hit of a game. This is the premise of the game. You and BJ's mom have to track down BJ to set him straight, set him right. And most of the game is just this running dialogue between you and BJ's mom where she has trouble taking ownership for her shortcomings and can barely acknowledge the fact that she made a bunch of really questionable choices as a parent. But let's just talk about what that sounds like because that's pretty smart to lay that out there. Hey, BJ's mom, how are you? BJ's missing. Dialogue tree shows up. You've got a couple different choices. First option is who cares? You select that, game just goes to the credits, you win. Second option is, I don't know, he's your son. Third option is, lady, he's an adult, what's going on with you? Fourth option is, let's take a time out and talk about how many beers you've just drank in the past 15 seconds. But you go with option two, and then BJ's mom responds, do you think BJ's in Moscow? And it's like, lady, why was that your first guess? Why? BJ's probably eating Carl's Jr. behind a dumpster in Lake Havasu. 
okay? The fact that you took this international so quickly, you're really overestimating that child that you helped create and raise. And then in the video game, what would BJ's mom say? All right, off to Reykjavik, Iceland. Let's see if BJ's in Iceland. It's like, lady, come on, come on. What do these grown-ups look like that come from broken households? How broken are a lot of households? You know at least one or 80 people who come from terrible, terrible households. And it goes one of two ways. The kids either become rip-roaring successes because they're like, you know what? I'm going to become everything that my folks are not. But I think that's probably like the one in a thousand chance the rest of them just skateboard and eat Carl's Jr. behind dumpsters. And we can't have that. We can't. We just can't. So you go to Iceland with BJ's mom, despite your better judgment. And you're like, hey, BJ's mom. To this day, I have no idea what her name is. But this sounds like an incredible game. And you learn a lot about, like, maybe world history and geography. Very much like the Carmen San Diego game. Where the world is BJ. You get to Iceland and BJ's mom, she's been drinking quite a bit on the airplane. And you're disembarking off of the plane and she's like, I forgot my wallet. And it's like, ah, BJ's mom, I knew you would. You're the worst. I see why your husband left you. But then where do you go? Because, really, you knew the whole time, like, why are we going to Iceland? This is the dumbest crap ever. I'm wasting my time. But it's all part of the game. Because in this game, there's multiple objectives. One is to find BJ, obviously, main objective. But side quests, there's tons of them. In Iceland, bomb a hill with a skateboard with BJ's mom. Old tandem luge. That's a big side quest. You break a world record in tandem skateboard downhill speed. Luge. And after that, you're obviously going to have a dialogue option in the game where you take BJ's mom aside and you'd be like, BJ's mom, your son skateboards as an adult, but he doesn't do it like this. Do you see how there's a big difference in how your son skateboards versus what we just did? It's like this where in the world is Carmen San Diego game that integrates rehabilitating parents who have let their children run amok. Boy, do we need that more than ever. Maybe that'll be a business that pops up is you get like a bunch of well-adjusted adults who take very poorly adjusted adults, single parents, throw them on an airplane and then take them around the world as they try to find their kid. But really, what's the game? Finding themselves. Wow. Boy, am I just a creator of compelling narratives. You know this if you're a Darby Cast doctor. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, tell you what, if you jumped into the podcast last week, you were probably like, wow, this guy is espousing unpopular beliefs. But now you're hearing this and you're like, I don't know how to feel about this guy because he's so amazing. 
That's what you're thinking. That's what you're saying. If you've listened to a lot of the Darby casts, you're listening to this one and you're like, this is vintage. This is going to age well, this episode. What's your speed? Do you have like a top five Darby casts? Because people, they wonder about the Darby cast. Because most podcasts, they end up just discussing current events and how they go, right? But the Darby cast is so much more. And there's replay value, okay? Because each episode becomes an instant classic. You know this. You go back and you listen to your favorite episodes all the time. Do you not? If you don't, boy, are you missing out. You should be consuming the Darby cast like you consume your favorite TV show. I know there are people out there who listen to Darby cast as if it were the office. They're like, yep, I'm going to just put it on in the background and go to sleep as I hear about guys named Jared and Todd. Those are early episodes, if you don't know. But BJ's mom, let's just circle back. What a mess. What a mess. How do you intervene in that? I don't know if you can. That's the tragic part. That's the tragic part. What do you do? Do you round up all the single moms and you say, like, sorry, we're tying your tubes? Or do you round up all the BJs and say, no more BJs? And a lot of you right now just kind of recoiled in the horror and you're like, no more BJs? Question mark. And it's like, come on, you know what I meant. But where's BJ right now? I'll tell you where he's not. Anywhere international. That guy does not have a passport. He is selling meth to teenagers behind an Arby's. Don't besmirch the Arby's brand like that, BJ. If only BJ's mom had been able to intervene and say, BJ! Don't sell meth behind armies. Some of you are wondering right now, like, is that really how she sounded? And I'm telling you, it is dead on. I can nail a couple voices here and there. That one is like one to one. A hundred percent indistinguishable from BJ's mom. BJ! Go back to the video game. You're with BJ's mom in Reykjavik, Iceland. You've just set a downhill skateboard speed record for tandem luge. And you're like, BJ's mom... Why are you such a run-of-the-mill piece of trash? And she's like, Do you think BJ's in Panama? And as we've discussed, that's obviously not what's going down. But you go with her anyway. She gets tanked on the plane and then doesn't pay for any of her drinks, leaves you with a bill. And then you're like, eh, maybe I'll just walk around Panama and get a history lesson. And that's the video game. What do you call that? You just call it BJ's mom? That might be the name of this episode. It's either going to be BJ or BJ's mom, or just moms and BJ. Very misleading title that will attract many a pervert. It'll be the biggest hit video game ever to be made, where you just reprimand BJ's mom. You say, you fucking blew it. In the game, that dialogue option is always open. You can just turn to BJ's mom and be like, you fucking blew it. Some of you right now are scratching your heads and being like, ah, I don't know if this game sounds any good. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a quick rebuttal to that and say, boy, are you an idiot. That is so wrong. I've never even contemplated something so wrong. Okay? You think BJ's in Mumbai, India? It's like BJ's mom. 
International travel's really expensive, and we could just go straight to the source. We could do a quick sweep of Riverside County, the Inland Empire, and Lake Havasu. We would find him guaranteed. And that's it. That's the big plot twist of the game, where it's BJ's mom's just conning you into paying for drinks and some international travel. And when you discover such a thing, how are you going to react? There's going to be options. And right now, I'm not even going to tell you those options. I'm just going to run that by you and let you and your imagination fill the space. Okay? With this game, there are some pretty huge question marks about the mechanics and the point. But I'm going to let you be the artist and fill in the blanks, paint that picture. But wherever you are, and DarbyCast is an international podcast, so obviously this appeals to 100% of the people, because everybody around the world knows that Jabba the Hut looking mother, but you probably don't know the one who sounds like the one that I've been describing. BJ, do your chores. BJ never did his chores. Boy, did he not. If you ever happen across a child whose hair smells like Febreze, the war may already be lost. But if you see them actively putting it in their hair, just a can of Febreze, slap it out of their hand and be like, do your chores. Do your chores. Your mom is a pig. And hopefully that kid gets the message like, whoa, I got to grow up quick. I got to take responsibility. I've got to become everything that my mom is not, which is sober, in good shape, a quality human being who pays taxes. The list goes on. That's what we're up against, is early childhood intervention with these kids, with moms, shotgun beers. Maybe they're smoking reefer. Where did BJ get the idea that smoking pot was okay? Probably saw his mom smoking pot out of an apple or a soda can. And it's like, get a hold of yourself, lady. But yeah, that's going to, Probably do it for the Darby cast this Wild Card Friday. But let me leave you on a real high note. Spanish language. BJ's mom. Me jota. I got sus que haceres. O no puedes ir al parque para fumar tu mota. Comprendes? That's a big call out for people in South America or Spain. There's probably some moms in Spain, España, with a lisp in Catalonia, in Barcelona, where it's just like, BJ, hagas tus que haceres, o no puedes ir al parque para fumar tu mota, me comprendes? Even Spanish moms can step up in Spain. So if you're a disgusting woman and your marriage is right on the verge of folding, Maybe you hold up the mirror a little bit and be like, maybe I have a role to play in this. I have let myself slide quite a bit. I am killing about a 30-pack a day. My son is freezing his hair and skateboarding to the park to chief reefer out of an industrial crack pipe and eat cookies. Maybe I should step up. Maybe that's the message for the day. It should be, at least. There's so many huge takeaways from this episode. I think you're probably going to have to re-listen to this and be like, what 
major lesson in life wasn't discussed in this episode. Because there's so many ones that were that you're better off trying to figure out which ones weren't. And even then you're coming up way short because you're like, this is the essence of all that matters is disciplining children and disciplining parents. How do you call out a parent? This is the big question. How do you call out a parent with a shithead kid? And the parent is definitely to blame. The kid is just collateral damage to their terrible upbringing. How do we go to the source? Do we just find a bunch of single moms and be like, yeah, we're going to tie your fallopian tubes. It's over. Can't risk whatever the hell you're creating. Being unleashed upon this beautiful country. I think that's the downfall of the country, right? A bunch of single moms. People are saying right now, some people are like, this isn't fair to moms. And it's like, well, okay. Like, you're right. BJ's dad was not in the picture. BJ's dad has a role to play in this as well. Maybe that's the second version in the game. Where in the world is BJ's dad? That actually makes for a better game, doesn't it? Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? No, where in the world is BJ's dad? Maybe that just becomes the game itself. You just go all over the world trying to find some deadbeat who couldn't just sack up and tell his wife, like, stop crushing beers, lose some weight, get your hair done, and act like something matters to you. Wow. That's another game. Or maybe that's just the game. But obviously, you're still doing it with BJ's mom by your side. Do you think BJ's dad is in Milan, Italy? Fuck if I know, BJ's mom. Like, what are you talking about? You married the guy. At least you got plowed by him. Do you remember where it happened? I have no idea. I was shit-faced. It's like, ah. Couldn't narrow it down just a little bit? Country? Maybe continent? That we should start? Like, where are we looking that makes the most sense, BJ's mom? Could be anywhere in the world. It's like, good Lord. You're a mess. That'll do it. Wildcard Friday, Darby Cast. Hope you enjoyed this one. Of course you did. This was amazing. Have a great weekend.